Welcome to Bancroft's Broadcasts, the school podcast where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about the school and its community. This is the place to keep up to date and in touch with our school. So let's get into this episode of Bancroft's Broadcasts. For this episode of Bancroft's Broadcasts, we're meeting four guests who know life at the school better than perhaps anyone. Lucy, Constance, Maha and Georgia are heads of house at Bancroft's and as they approach their final weeks at the school, they'll be reflecting on their time at Bancroft's, picking out some favourite memories and offering some advice to younger children. Let's meet them now. So on this episode of Bancroft's Broadcast, we are speaking to the school's heads of house. I'm joined here by four guests. Hello there. Hi. Now let's get started by seeing who we have here. If you'd maybe each of you like to introduce yourselves, tell me how old you are and how long you've been at Bancroft's. Okay, hi, I'm Lucy. Uh, I'm 17. I'm head of North House and I've been at Bancroft's for 11 years now, I think, since prep school. Good to meet you, Lucy. Hi, I'm Constance. I'm head of um, East House here at Bancroft's. I'm 17 years old, actually turning 18 tomorrow. Um, and I've also been here for 11 years. Well, happy birthday for tomorrow and good to meet you, Constance. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Maha. I'm head of Schoolhouse. I am also 17 years old and I'm the only person that didn't go to the prep school. So I've been at Bancroft for seven years. Oh, OK. Good to meet you, Maha. I'm Georgia. I'm 18 years old. Um, I'm head of West House and I've been here for 11 years as well. Brilliant. Well, look, thanks all four of you for joining us for this chat today. Really, really appreciate it. On our broadcasts here, we often chat to teachers to understand different things about life at the school. But we thought today we'd speak to the people who really know best, and that's people like yourselves who've been through many years at Bancroft's and who really understand what the school is all about and um, and can give us that perspective on what life is like there. So just to clarify, you mentioned there that you're each heads of house. What's that all about? How does the house structure work and what does it mean to be a head of house? So um, in our school, we have four houses, North, East, School and West. And each house is basically like a little family. So in each year, we have two different form groups, each with a form tutor. And house activities mean we do sports together, Um, different drama, music, dance competitions. And it's really just like a way for the young years to meet older years and also for the different houses to compete against each other and also just make school like a a little bit more fun as well. I see. So it acts a bit of a bit of a family, bit of a means of having a little bit of sporting rivalry. Is there lots of sporting rivalry between the houses? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded quite definite. Tell me about that. I think I think definitely with like West House and School House, bit sportier. North House hasn't always been the sportiest, but we're coming up in the younger years now, so <laughs> watch out. I'm picking up this competitive uh, sparks between you all there. And then <laughs> the houses are called North, West, East and and School. School, school w- yes. Why is there not a South House? Well, glad you asked that. <laughs> um, so... Originally, Bancroft was only one house and it was called Schoolhouse because it was a boarding school. Right. So all the boarders used to live here and go to school. And then when Bancroft grew in, became mixed and with more people, then it be created North, East and West House. But school is the original one. That makes sense to me. Now, thanks for clarifying that, Maha. I really appreciate that. So you're all of you coming to the end of your years at Bancroft's. You've all of you been there quite a long time, most of you since since prep school. What have you noticed about the time you've spent there? How have you changed? How has the school changed? I think for me, at least, I think I've definitely 
seen a change in my sort of personality and the way that I behave. When I came in to, from the prep school, because I was here since prep, um, and now in the senior school, I've definitely seen sort of my confidence grow and sort of the way that I'm shaped now is definitely impacted by my time here at Bancroft and the people that I've surrounded myself with and the support that the school gives, which is really sort of evident. That's good to know, Constance. I probably say like similarly to Constance, like we've been here since prep school and I've seen my confidence grow and also like the kind of things I'm interested in have changed. Lots of like participation in like drama things, which Georgia has also done. And just there's loads of opportunities just to like meet lots of new people and friendships change and confidence changes and like so do interests. And I think that's something that has definitely like grown and changed like throughout from prep school to where we are now. And Maha, I know you didn't come from prep school as the others did. You joined in in year seven. What was that experience like for you joining at that point in the school? Well, it was definitely different because everyone already had like most of their friends from prep school. And so coming in as a new person, it was it was quite scary as well, trying to like fit in with different groups. But everyone changed friends. Like everyone met new people. Everyone like is, everyone's friends with everyone, especially in sixth form. Like we're all really close as a year group. Okay. And so it's really nice how we can all talk to each other and have fun together. So even though that was a, a little scary at first when you were a, a, a fresh year seven, you soon sort of got into the life of the school. Yeah. That's good to know. I have a question. What does it mean? This might be a difficult question. So think on it for a moment if you'd like to. What does it mean to be a Bancroftian? If people say, well, what makes your school special? What's it like to be part of that community? If I asked you what it means to be a Bancroftian, what being a Bancroftian means to you, how would you say? I think that obviously Bancroft is sort of known for being very maths, very science. Everyone gets good grades. Everyone works really hard. Sort of described as like the Bancroft bubble where everyone, it's not competitive, but everyone wants to do their best in almost like every aspect of school life. The Bancroft's bubble, you called that? Yeah, it's sort of like in education, especially that side of school, I think it, like, it is quite competitive. And I think everyone does place themselves or hold themselves to a sort of standard where getting straight A's is the normal. Okay. But I think that like when you actually go to Bancroft and you're not, on looking from the outside as a parent or as someone who doesn't go here, I think there's a lot more to it. And whilst everyone is very academic, there's so many other aspects to Bancroft. There's like we have a just dance thing for well-being where everyone will just start boogieing to a whiteboard in the pack. <laughs> or like some of the drama productions have been utterly incredible and like the school's participation in like a number of different sports. Okay. is so wide and out there I think that actually being a Bancroftian is sort of being able to hold yourself to that standard but also not losing sight of what of like everything else you enjoy as well. So Georgia for you you're saying being a Bancroftian is about recognising that there is a sort of a good academic standard and a bit of pride there but embracing the fact that there's there's a lot more to life at the school it's broader than perhaps people think at first glance. Yeah definitely who else has any feelings on that? What does it mean to be a Bancroftian? I mean, I think following off from what Georgia said, I think there's definitely this sort of stigma around the fact that everybody's very academic and that's what the school's sort of initially known for. But I think what's really evident is that everybody kind of comes out as a very well-rounded person. We sort of, although we've gained that academic knowledge, we've also gained all of these different sort of interests and hobbies. For example, our extracurricular. So Lucy does lots of drama along with Georgia and Georgia and Maha do a lot of sports and I'm really into music. And we sort of gain that individuality. And I think that's what makes 
Bancroft's sort of so special and so sort of memorable is that we've sort of come out as individuals and it's really sort of impacted sort of our different interests and hobbies and sort of the way that we've come out from that and impacted our individuality and sort of we've come out as sort of very well-rounded people I think. That's a nice way to consider it I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that you've said that even though there is that high academic standard you've each of you allowed the the space and the options to find what works for you where your passions lie. Maha what's your take on what it means to be a Bancroftian? Um, I have to say I like I'm mainly agreeing with Georgia that even though we are quite an academic school and there is a lot of focus on studying and extra revision classes and making sure everyone gets the grades that they want that we actually offer so many different extracurriculars like it's kind of crazy so for example I was part of the basketball team and I've been playing for four years but there's no girls team so it's just a boys team but the fact that I was able to play with the boys and we still like as a team managed to train together and play matches even against different schools who were all boys like I was still included as part of the team and so that's also a special thing about Bancroft is that there's always a place for you in something here. That's a powerful idea having that that space for each person as an individual that's good to know. And uh, last word on this particular topic to Lucy, what do you think about what it means to be a Bancroftian? I think probably my view is shaped a bit by like being part of North House and like coming up for the North House thing. But what I've really noticed is like the enthusiasm of students and like student led activities that everyone is really keen to get involved in different things. And obviously it's helped by the wide like variety of activities, but there's loads of things that like students really pushed for, like um, tiles coming up this year, the first one in a few years because of covid and that's completely led by students and it's very charity based and students are really pro that. So many things like people are really like pro like getting involved and, and leading things. And I think that's like something I've really noticed. So you're all coming up to your A-levels. That's clearly a, a big moment for you all. How do you feel about A-levels? How is your preparation going? I think our sort of approach to A-levels has been positive, but also quite difficult I think with the situation that specifically our year group has been in with not actually taking our GCSEs and sort of having to be at home for that period with lockdown has definitely impacted our sort of view on exams maybe and sort of our approach I think that it's probably quite stressful for a lot of us because a lot of us haven't taken public exams at all so these will be our first one so I think it's definitely been a little bit stressful for us of but course. I think We've had like great support and stuff from the teachers. That's so. good to know. Thanks, Constance. Could someone actually tell me a little bit about what GCSEs were like for your particular year group? As you've said, you, you encountered GCSEs at that time when everything was different. How was that year and how how was the experience? How were you supported through that experience by your teachers? It was always very much reassuring throughout the whole experience. And I remember going into school I think it was like the Thursday before it happened. And one of the boys in my class made a joke saying, oh, can you imagine if GCSEs are cancelled because of this COVID thing? <laughs> and my teacher was like, GCSEs haven't been cancelled since World War II. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Under a week later, GCSEs are cancelled. <laughs> Everyone's thinking we've got a two-week holiday and then we're back in school like for the summer. And obviously that wasn't the case and it's still like affecting us now in a way. Obviously not as extremely, we're not stuck at home anymore. But I think through GCSEs, there was constant... I think we went into Easter holidays, so we had three weeks of sort of getting to grips with, I think, the global situation. 
And then as we came back into online school, we didn't have as many lessons. We could sort of go to little bits and bobs that the teachers would organise. They cut down how much time we'd spend on a screen every day. Sure, yeah. And then I think we did some very small assessments that I don't think the teachers said mattered too much. It wasn't the be-all and end-all. And then essentially, instead of carrying that on for a while, we started an introduction to whatever A-levels we were going to do. And then started summer and we got our results on results day, like everyone across the country that was sort of teacher predicted. Right, I see. Lucy, how do you feel your momentum in towards A-levels has been affected by that very unusual year you had when you were at GCSE level? I think it's uh, more the reality that we actually are going to do exams. I think that kind of leading up into it, it kind of felt like, oh, you know, they might be cancelled again or they're not really real. And and I think for a lot of people, GCSEs is an opportunity, kind of like a test run. There's not too much at stake. You can work out what revision works for you and when you should start revising for different things. And I think obviously we're all kind of experimenting slightly about how much revision to do a day and do we revise during Easter and what do we do, you know, for different things. But I think actually there's like, hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. I think there has been lots of input by teachers and staff because they're so aware that we're like new to this, new to all of this. And it it has been helped for some of us by having slightly cut down content in certain subjects, not for all subjects. I know there's a bit of tension about that. Some, Some subjects are luckier than others. But it has been helped by that. And it actually hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. It's been much more manageable than I thought it would be. Maha, as you are all heads of house, do you find yourself supporting other students, talking to other students, listening to their fears about exams and and preparation for them? I think that as head of house, it's like the people in our house know that we are there if they ever want to have a chat. But people really have been able to deal with this themselves and each person has like a great support system. They each have their teachers, their parents, there's the school counsellor as well, if anyone needs any extra help. And we also have like learning support teachers, we have extra revision classes, like everyone's really well supported. So there really is no need for them to come to talk to us, but we are always here to help them. That's good to know. No one's going to pretend that exams are easy or exams are without stress, but it sounds like between you and your teaching staff, and you mentioned the school counsellor there, everyone's taken care of, everyone's supported. Yeah, and as Lucy said, everyone's managing quite well. Everyone's realising their weaknesses and what they need to improve on. And everyone's also excited to move on to university, like to leave school and finish those exams. Yeah, let's talk about that. What are your hopes for for what happens next? What are you all hoping to move on to afterwards? So I've got an offer for Cambridge for medicine. Excellent. Currently my only offer, so I'm (laughs) really riding on it, but I'm really happy about it. And so for A-levels, that's my main focus to get those grades. Okay. I'm a bit more unconventional. Um, I'm going to take a gap year next year. So um, I've still applied to do history at university um, and I'm hoping in Edinburgh, but I'm actually hoping to work for a bit and then travel around South America. That sounds fantastic. Good for you. Constance, what are your plans? So the same with Maha, I'm an aspiring medic. Um, I've currently got an offer from Queen Mary's for medicine. Um, and that's also the only offer that I've got. So hopefully we meet the grades for that. And um, yeah, I'm really excited if I end up going there. That's great to know. And Georgia, how about you? I'm not quite a medic, but I did get more than one offer. Um, <laughs> this competitive spirit that we've heard about is, is showing its head again. Wonderful. So I've firmed Birmingham Birmingham to do um, criminology with a year abroad. And then my insurance university is Exeter. So I, I have to get BBB 
and that doesn't feel awfully frightening. It's not three A stars. So I think I can do that and hopefully I'll be going there next year. You all sound well prepared for not only the A-levels, but your next steps after that. So obviously we all wish you all the best with that. So when you've moved on then, when you're looking back at Bancroft's after spending several years there, what are you going to miss the most? When you think back on your old school, what are the memories that are going to come back first and foremost? I think, I'm not sure if everyone feels the same, but I think I'm going to really miss my friends in general because it's not even like the big things like having a friend group. It's like the little things like when you're in the common room and something funny happens and you can all laugh about it together. Like when you're walking and like someone falls over and like everyone laughs, like it's funny and you all just remember these little things. And like looking back, we all have little stories with our friends that we all we all still laugh about, even though we've laughed about them 10 times before, we can always go back and laugh at them. And I think like those memories and the fact that we've all grown up together. So we've all seen everyone's embarrassing moments and everyone's best moments. Like, I think I'm really going to miss that. That's a lovely way of putting it. It sounds like you have a lot of fun together there. Does anyone have a particular funny story or a little a little memory they, they're happy to share that you'll look back on with a smile? I've nearly burnt down the school chapel twice. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Not just once, but twice. I mean, it would be weird if it happened once. I obviously had to do it again. Dare, dare we ask how? It was an accident. I'm not an arsonist. <laughs> I'm glad to hear this. The Reverend, Reverend Moore, an icon, asked me to light the candles and they were the really, really short matches. And I lit it and it burnt my finger. So I dropped it into the candle. And halfway through like the actual chapel going on, I was sitting down and I looked over and the side of the candle had started melting down where the match was still lit. And it was about to fall onto like the tablecloth. And obviously the chapel is completely wooden. And so I ran over and saved the day. So, so as, as you leave the school, Georgia, I'm sure Bancroft will be sad to see you go, but uh, those looking after the chapel will breathe a sigh of relief. That yes, it's, that it's safe without you around anymore. Excellent. Lucy, how about you? Are there any particular things you'll look back on and remember fondly when you think about Bancrofts? I'm really going to miss the traditions. So there's this thing we do called Tal, um, which is like a big celebration of Asian culture. And there's a play um, which is kind of adapted to become like a Bollywood play and there's dancing um, and people like play music for it. And it's something that's really unique to Bancrofts. Um, uh-huh and that no other schools have. And it's something that I think I'm really going to miss because all of these little traditions that are just Bancroft associated that we'll like never get to experience again, that all the students enjoy so much. It's really like a community effort when they get put on. I see. And Constance, I haven't asked you yet, have I? What are you going to think about when you have left the school and you, you look back fondly? So sort of following off from um, Maha's point about missing friends, I think I honestly think that I'm also going to miss the teachers a lot. I think they've played a massive part in our school school journey and sort of watched us grow and improve and develop in terms of both like academically and also just socially and just everything about ourselves. They've watched us flourish and grow for many years. And so I think I'm going to miss them a lot. And the class has always made it really fun for us. And I think that their support and help along the way has really helped us get where we are today and we wouldn't be here without them today so I think we have a lot to sort of owe to them and sort of like thank them for everything they've done for us so I think I'm going to really miss them. What a lovely thing to say I think everyone can can appreciate that you've all worked so hard to get where you have but of course that support and that hard work from your teachers is part of the mix so thanks so much for mentioning that Constance. We're nearly at the end of our time together today but I did want to ask you a little bit about what advice you might give to the next generation, whether that is just the year or two who are below you embarking upon their GCSEs and A-levels, or whether you give advice right the way back to maybe younger children. 
What advice would you give the people who are going to follow you through Bancrofts over the next few years of their time there? Okay, um, I would probably say, like, enjoy yourself. There's a lot of pressure put on exams and tests. And yes, they're important, but that's not what you remember. You remember all of the clubs you did and all of the fun things that you did with your friends. And yes, work hard, but just have fun and, and say yes to things that you wouldn't have said yes to otherwise, because you're like looking back on it and everyone says this and I found it so annoying when I was younger but it's so true <laughs> that you life is like so simple when you're younger and and there's no real pressures on you so just take advantage of that and really enjoy it that is great advice Lucy Constance what do you think what advice would you give younger children who are following you through Bancrofts so sort of on the same lines just sort of take risks and honestly just go for things I think just having fun and not focusing too much and not being well is in focus on your studies but of not course. focusing too much in a sort of don't have like tunnel vision be open-minded and be sort of open to trying new things and sort of live life with no regrets I think that actually putting that into sort of sort of a school sort of um environment and actually applying that to school I think is really important take opportunities the, the school offers us so many different opportunities so take them and sort of welcome them. <laughs> that reminds me of something you all mentioned earlier about acknowledging that Bancroft's has this excellent academic reputation, but you're all of you very keen to tell me that there's a lot more to life at Bancroft's than academia. There's, there's enjoying yourself, there's, there's pitching yourself into other activities and other, other subjects and other things you can do. So that's a nice reminder of that one. Thanks, Constance. Uh, Maha, what, what are your tips for the next generation? I think we've had a lot of um, talking about exams and like relaxing, but I want to go back to like my younger years. So year seven, year eight. I think if there was one thing I could tell myself back then is that there's, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because I did have a few like fallout with friends in year seven and year eight. And back then, friend drama is everything. Like, of course. <laughs> like yes. Everyone takes it seriously. And so like looking back... It was like, I wish I could just see myself and say, you'll make better friends and that you'll fit in more. And that like in class, I would I would do averagely, like I wouldn't get the best test scores in the class. But like you work hard and it gets better. Like everything always gets better as long as you like you work hard and you really want it as well. I think that's brilliant advice, whether someone is at Bancroft's or at another school or just let's face it for life in general. That's that's why stuff, Maha. Thank you. And Georgia, your advice for those following your footsteps? I think, obviously, alongside what everyone else has said, like, throw yourself into school life. Um, don't sort of lose sight of everything else. But along with Maha, like, if I had to tell myself something when I was lower down in the school is that it all works out in the end. And that you just... If, if it feels like you're completely stuck and you have no way out and you're just really, really stressed because... I don't deal with stress very well. I'm very open about it. And I feel like anyone in my year would be able to tell you that. Just take it on the chin sometimes. Like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You're going to be completely fine. And, like, throw yourself into every aspect of school life. And use heat protectant on your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when on the brink of causing some sort of fire incident. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. You have all been so helpful. You've really helped us get an understanding of what life at Bancroft's is like. It's been brilliant to hear your insight and your observations about how you've grown and how you see the challenges you face and what lies ahead of you. Um, I'm sure everybody listening is going to wish you all the very best, not only with your forthcoming A-levels, but with whatever you go on to next, whether that is travelling South America or studying medicine. You all deserve to have a great time. Thank you so much. And thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us.
That was Lucy, Constance, Maha and Georgia looking back on their time at Bancroft's, considering how the school has helped them and shaped them and letting us know a little about what makes Bancroft's so special to them. Thanks to all four of them. That's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school website, bancrofts.org. Now our next episode is coming out soon, so in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.